to page 1066 and John chapter 3, the second of our two readings. And while you find that, uh, let me read out one of the phrases that came in the middle uh, in verse 19. It said this, This is the verdict, light has come into the world. It's a passage, of course, that's talking about God sending Jesus into the world, and it's saying that Jesus is light. That's the the first point that John is making for us. Jesus is light. Now, of course, if if you live in a city like Sheffield, uh, then you're probably never in total darkness. Uh, Even at night, there's the the sort of orange glow of street lamps. There's car headlamps shining past your curtains as they go past in the the street. Um, Not to mention the moon and the stars, of of course, which might be shining. Uh, And that's just outside. Inside the house, we've got so many sort of electric clocks that are flashing at us, other things uh, beeping with their LEDs. You can always see something. And yet take all of that away and we would be in complete darkness. We wouldn't even be able to see our hands in front of our faces. Oh, we need light to be able to see anything. Just as on the screen, uh, you can't see anything uh, of a picture until the light comes up. Uh, Maybe you couldn't see anything when the light had come up. But uh, in theory, you can when the light comes up. Well, when John tells us that Jesus is light, he's saying that without Jesus, we're in complete darkness, unable to see anything. Uh, But unable to see not the physical world around us, things like apples and horses, but instead we're unable to see anything of the spiritual realities of the world, of God, and of ourselves. We need the light that Jesus brings So what is it that that Jesus shows us? What what things appear on the screen uh, with the light that Jesus brings? Well, first of all, uh, Jesus shows us who God is. That's a big question, isn't it? Who is God? Uh, Is he there at all? If he is, what is he like? How can I get to know him? Now, Jesus sheds light on all of those questions. And the reason is that Jesus is God himself come down on earth as a man so that we can know him. In our first reading uh, from John chapter 1, it said this, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And later on in verse 18, it says, No one has ever seen God, but God the one and only who was at the Father's side has made him known. He's saying, without Jesus, we wouldn't be able to know what God was like. We wouldn't be able to know whether or not he was there. But in Jesus, God comes and he makes his dwelling among us so that we can see that God is real and that he's there. It's as though Jesus switches the lights on or pulls open the curtains so that we can see all about God. Now, that sounds pretty impressive, doesn't it? That uh, God is willing to come and live with us, uh, willing to get to know us and, and let us get to know him. And yet, what is our reaction to Jesus' light? What is our reaction to having the curtains uh, pulled back to allow the light to stream in? Well, I don't know how many of you are morning people. Uh, It may be that uh, when morning time comes and the curtains open, you leap out of bed, raring to go. You can't wait for the day to start. But I wonder if, uh, for many of the families here, the start of the day isn't a bit more like this. Now, Stewie, come and help me open up these curtains.
That's it, Ben. Come on, wakey, wakey. It's morning time. Don't open them. It's too early. Uh, early? It's the middle of the day. I mean, it, the, the sun's bright and shining outside. Come on, you're missing out. I don't care. I'm going back to bed. Oh dear, I don't think Ben is a morning person. And yet, what our reading says is that we're just like Ben when it comes to the light that Jesus gives. See, let me read on. It says, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light. Even though Jesus shows us who God is and how we can know him, naturally, we're not interested. We'd rather stay in the dark. Now, why is that? Well, it brings us to the next point, which is that Jesus, he doesn't just show us who God is, he shows us who we are. After all, if you're in a dark room and someone opens up the curtains, it doesn't just mean that you can see everything around you, it also means that everyone can see you. Well, let's try it on Ben. Ben, come on, up you get. Can't stay in bed all day. Great, now let's get a good look at you. Well, uh, Ben didn't really like being in the spotlight too much there, did he? Uh, He was worried that he looked bad. Well, what this passage says is that Jesus' light turns the spotlight onto us. And we don't like it any more than Ben did. Uh, But not because of what we look like on the outside, but rather because of what we are like on the inside. Let me read again from that, that sentence. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of the light because their deeds were evil. That's the reason. You see, whilst Jesus shows us what God is like, he's also showing us what we are like and how we do not match up to God. God is always perfect and holy and always good and kind and he never lies and he's never selfish and we're not like that. And because we'd rather not admit to ourselves or to anyone else that we're not like that, we'll actually run away from Jesus. Uh, We're a bit like the the bugs that live under stones in your garden. You know, when you pick one of them up, there's always a few creepy crawlies underneath, aren't there? And as soon as the light hits them, what do they do? Well, they scuttle away, don't they? They don't want to be seen. They'd rather go and hide. You see, Jesus lights up for us who God is, but we prefer the darkness. And he turns the spotlight onto us. And so we'll run away from him because we don't want God or anyone else to see what we're really like. So is that the end of the story then? Uh, Do we have to stay in the darkness, hiding from God and from ourselves? Well, no, there is an alternative, and it's there in verse 21 of John chapter 3. Let me read that out. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light, so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. You see, we can come into the light if we live by the truth. And what is the truth that we have to live by? Well, it's the truth about Jesus. Because, you see, as well as Jesus showing us who God is and showing us what we are like, uh, Jesus also shows us the way to be right with God. Uh, He's like a lighthouse. uh, A lighthouse guides a ship in the darkness through dangerous waters and into safety. Also, to Jesus shows us our way to safety. Now, verse 16 puts it well. It's a very famous verse in chapter 3. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. See, Jesus shows us the way to safety, and of course he does it on the cross, where he dies for us. That's where his light shines the brightest. And of course, it doesn't just show us the way to safety, it's on the cross that we see all of those points about what Jesus shows us. See, it's on the cross that we really see who God is and what he's like. Because on the cross we see that he loves us so much that he's willing to send Jesus to die for us. And it's at the cross that we really see what we are like. Because we see how serious and bad our running away from God is. That actually it takes Jesus to die for us, for us to be forgiven. And that's why the cross itself is our way to safety. Because when we trust Jesus and his death, well then God promises us uh, that we will be forgiven and can enjoy life with him forever. Why don't we pray together about that?